Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarfone. Thank you for being here today. Today we're going to be talking about the first couple of steps in goal setting. But before we do that, let's say a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or circumstances that we find ourselves in. We know that you love us and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask all this through Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So we're going to talk about setting goals today and how we first approach goal setting, but it's hard to do that without quickly just making a few comments on Lent. We're a few days into Lent, and we should have some goals for Lent. There are three pillars of Lent, right? There's prayer, there's fasting, and there's almsgiving. Do we have a goal in each of those areas? Can we pray a little bit more each day? Each week? Can we do the Stations of the Cross? Do we have a fast day or are we going to fast from something specific for Lent? Then there's almsgiving. That's a financial topic, right? What additional money are we going to be able to give away this Lent? Right? I would challenge you to find find that thing that you're giving up. Maybe it's TV for Lent and you can give away your, you know, cable bill. Your, your, your dollar amount there, or, or maybe you buy coffee in the morning or lunch at work, whatever it might be. Let's take those dollars that we aren't spending and find a place to give those. Maybe it's the church. Maybe it's a food shelter, some other great Catholic charity. Not only will we benefit from giving up those things, but there's a huge benefit we get from giving. Giving is the most fun that we can have with money. Generous people are joyful people. And it's always a great way to spend Lent, giving and developing our own gift of generosity. So that's my little challenge for for you today uh, for this Lent. So let's talk about goal setting. When I work with my coaching clients, the first thing I ask them to do is to begin to identify what their goals are. Not just their goals for our coaching time, but what are their big goals? What are their hopes and dreams? We must first identify our goals so that we know what we're working towards. There can be small goals, like saving a first $1,000. But we also want to spend some time dreaming about lifetime size goals. Stephen Covey, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, says we must start with the end in mind. So what do we want to work towards? Going through life without goals is like getting in a car and just starting to drive with no idea where you're headed. You might end up in a great place, but chances are you'll probably get lost. You'll be stuck in traffic. You'll spend a lot of money on gas and a waste of time making U-turns, and you'll just wander around never knowing how close you are to arriving somewhere. So let's really identify where we want to head. Now, in life, there are several areas of our life that we should have some goals, right? Um, I'll rattle them through real quickly. I don't want you to think I'm not thinking about them, but we're mostly going to focus on our financial ones here. But 
The first could be physical. Maybe you want to be more active or lose a few pounds. Second, intellectual. That could be anything from a specific academic pursuit to just reading more. Third, well, we should have a spiritual goal. Maybe we want to spend more time in prayer or be more involved in church. The fourth, well, that would be around family. Either spending more time with your spouse or maybe some family time together. Fifth, have a social goal. This could be getting out there to meet more people or just working on a particular relationship. Sixth area, careers. We should always have a goal for our career. Is there a promotion, a skill set, a certificate we want to achieve some certification, or are we just looking to change jobs? And lastly, well, that's the one I'm going to speak about today. The seventh area is financial. And there will always mostly be some long-term and short-term goals for this category. It could be for any of those categories, but particularly for this category. So there are five steps to developing goals. The first step brainstorm items that we can take action on, right? Let's just brainstorm a bunch of ideas. The second step is to identify the realistic and specific goals, right? So kind of rake through that brainstorm and see what we have. Those are the two steps we're going to focus on today. The third step, well, that'll be to break down goals into smaller steps, more bite-sized so that we can actually achieve them. The fourth step is to identify obstacles and a plan to overcome those obstacles. And the fifth set would be to set a time frame for achieving goals and inspecting our progress. But like I said, today we're going to focus on steps one and two, brainstorming and picking realistic goals. When you're first trying to set goals, I recommend having a bit of a dream meeting. If you're married, sit with your spouse and just imagine, what would you like it to be like when you buy your first home? When your kids are teens? When you're empty nesters, when you retire, just think of the what, not about the how yet. We need to first decide where we are headed, and then this will help to form the how. Don't be afraid to dream big, but also be prayerful about it. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I once heard a friend share about the uh, prayer that he put towards this verse. It was a very Ignatian-like reflection where those deepest desires, the most longing desires of our hearts, God put them there. So this, this verse isn't referring to the Lord fulfilling our every wish and whim, but rather the truest things that we desire have been put there by he who created us. Wow. So when we have a dream meeting, we are trying to discover those little desires or maybe big desires that the Lord has put there in the deep parts of our heart. So let's surround this dream meeting in a prayer. Ask the Lord to show up and to reveal to us what we truly desire. I assure you, you will not get this on the first take. You might have to have a couple meetings and and wrestle with this list that we come up with in, in prayer a few times. But those things, those hopes and dreams, those desires of our hearts, Let's start to jot them down. We're going to need a list to work with, so we have to uh, move to create a plan to achieve some of these. Right? Some, some of the goals may not feel huge and totally inspiring, like maybe paying off a credit card balance or getting rid of a student loan, and that's okay. The point is to just get them all written down. 
the small ugly ones, but also the big beautiful ones. Write them all down so we have the most full picture of what we hope to accomplish. Once you have a bunch of things written down, start to list why you want those. This is a very important step. It will start to help us peel the onion on some of these hopes to really understand our deepest desires. For instance, we might list as a goal to retire at 50 years old. Well, so then ask ourselves, why do we have that goal? The answer might be, we want to be able to spend time with kids and grandkids. Maybe we want to be able to travel. Maybe we want to have plenty of time for fun and hobbies. Or maybe, just maybe, we just don't want to end up like our parents, having to rely on government assistance or working a job they hated until they couldn't function anymore. This is a big component to this. Answering these whys. Why do we have this as a goal? And understanding our motivation is going to be key so that we have the right amount of will and drive behind each of these goals. Sometimes we have to be like little kids and ask ourselves why like five or six times before we really get to the foundation of the reason we hope to accomplish a certain thing. So when you list all these goals, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why a couple times if you're married, have your spouse ask you why a couple times so that we can really get to the core of these things because it'll give us a much better perspective. And as we pray and wrestle with some of these things, some of these goals we might dismiss and say, actually, this isn't a goal I actually really want. This is a goal I think I'm just supposed to have. And that's okay, but that's why we're trying to identify these. We want to make sure these are the goals that we want to pursue. Okay? So you now have your brainstorm goals, right? Step one is technically complete. And like I said before, if that didn't happen in one sit-down meeting, in one dreaming session with your spouse, don't worry about it. It can take a couple. But once you have all your brainstorm goals, step one is complete. Next, we have to make sure these goals are specific and realistic. So how do we do that? The first way we do that is to prioritize our list. Right? How they fit together will help determine how specific they need to be and how realistic they are. So once we have our list of goals and the reasons why next to them, start to prioritize them. We can prioritize them in a few different ways. First could be what's most important to us. Right? Well, this is much more important to me than that. Right? Saving for retirement is much more important to me than saving for my kids' college. Whatever. Or it could be the order in which we hope to achieve them, right? So, for instance, we might want to pay off a credit card balance before we would expect to have fully funded retirement account, right? Paying off the credit card should happen in the next few months. Retirement savings might take the next few decades, right? So sometimes having that timeline, what, what do we expect to have done before the other, could be helpful as we try to put these on a bit of a timeline. And once you start listing these goals out, we will start to get this outline, right? This timeline of how we hope to tackle these goals. The next step then is to start, as best we can, putting dollar amounts next to some of these. The ones that we know, right? Some of them should be pretty easy. Like, let me use the paying off a credit card example again. Let's say we have a $2,000 balance. Well, that's easy. 
pay off the credit card, $2,000. But maybe another goal is buying a home, right? Whether we're planning on paying cash or putting 10% down, we'll still need to save money. So let's determine that amount. And this, this buying a home example is a really great one for, you know, checking realism, being realistic, and how specific, right? We could have a goal to buy a home for cash and say we want a home next year, right? So how much of a home are we wanting to buy? Ah, let's say it's a $500,000 home and we have nothing saved. Well, we will most likely be unable to buy that home for cash next year, right? That was very specific, but it wasn't very realistic. If we decide we want to buy a $500,000 home in two years and we would need $50,000 to be saved as a down payment, right? 10% down payment. That means we would need to save $2,000 per month for the next two years. That seems much more realistic and it's still specific, right? So tackle each goal like that. If there are some that seem just way too unrealistic, uh, don't dismiss them yet. Just kind of create a parking lot on your list of those dreams that we will take a look at them later. We will, we will talk about them in a further step. But just continue to go through each of the items and start to build out the realistic specifics of each goal. Once you do that, you can step back and take a look and we'll begin to see an outline of our goals and when we might be able to start to see us achieving them. So start to work on your list and next week we will cover the last three steps. How to break these down into smaller, actionable, attainable steps how to identify and prepare to overcome obstacles, and then lastly, how to set time frame to achieve them and how to inspect our progress. I hope this was helpful. Thank you for joining today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.